Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Latavidere Jr. and my co-host, Emilio Porter. Before we get started, we got to remind our iTunes listeners, please, please, please give us that review on iTunes. It's very simple. Hit the show, hit rate and review, leave us five stars, and you're good to go. We appreciate all the love and support, and we can only go further if you leave us a review. So please do it today if you haven't done so so far. Now back to the show. Emilio, what's going on, man? Man, it's it's good, bro. Back again. Back again. It's like what? The, we're into the second week of the new year. So, sure. Oh, resolutions ain't over. Right? Resolutions are not over. It goes by so quickly. You're, you're celebrating the start of the new year now. You're just like, oh, we we, we here now. <laughs> so, <laughs> always same, a fun time. Same stuff we've been doing since 2016. It ain't no different. <laughs> pessimistic overload right there bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm just saying but it's all good much love though but before we even jump in man we got to say congrats to the boy <laughs> having his first child man congrats b thank you thank you yeah it's a it's, it's a surreal experience it's a very surreal experience i mean um yeah so uh the night that the world changed over to 2017. Watches the world, the United States did. Um, at, uh, I remember that moment very, very, very vividly because of the ball drop. You know, I have always been like, I wanted my, I wanted my daughter to be doing 2017. Like, I wanted her to give me and mommy 2016. Like, let us have that to ourselves. We, you know, might be selfish or not. You know, not here to debate that. Minute turn 2017. You know, I, I kissed my girlfriend's stomach again, and I told her, you know, you have permission to. Uh, to come now and literally though 30 minutes later her water breaks and you know 30 uh, 30 some 45 minutes later we're at the hospital waiting for her to arrive and you know after 32 hours of a lot of uh anxiety joy and confusion and nervousness and then finally joy you know she arrived on <sighs> january 2nd so it's been uh it's been a whirlwind it's been a whirlwind of emotions and surrealness but She's here. She's safe and sound. So that's the that's the best part about it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm sure it's uh, I'm sure it's 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 a it's gonna it's a great feeling. But I knew it was real because uh, me and Emilio we we play Xbox online together, and I knew it was real when you hear the baby in the background. I'm like, oh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> that, that's just funny because I I had my I. I I have my I know it's real moment so much earlier. So <laughs> <you> just, <laughs> I think when like when they when they pull when they uh, pull her out and then you're looking at her as they you know dust drive and everything you're just like oh wow like this is this is it like it, it's 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 it still blows my mind to like go upstairs and see my girlfriend then see like my child like I, I it's hard for me to really get used to that because it used to be just be I see my girlfriend now it's like I see this whole other 
little small person. So it's yeah, it's 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 crazy. But I mean, I I shout out to everyone that um you know on Facebook and people I announced to because it's, it's been a whole lot of love, it's been a whole lot of you know warmness and had a couple people who I you know not say I don't know, but you know just associates that I don't really talk to as much, but they they've reached out and they said you know. I think you're going to be a great father and I'm really happy for you. So, I mean, that's nice when you have people that, you know, you, you, you kind of are acquainted with, know a little bit, go out their way to kind of say, hey, I have confidence in you. So it's been a great it's been a great experience. It's been a great week. And, you know, so far, we're just, as, as they say, just keeping her alive right now. She's not doing too much stuff, but I'm sure as the journey goes on, it's going to be a phenomenal experience. Yeah, man, it'll go by so quick, too. I'm sure it's going to be like the next day she's crawling and walking going to school then graduating pretty Graduate, pretty yeah, soon <laughs> get to see what our parents see um from our own Watch, eyes yeah that's crazy man but yeah congrats man i don't want to harp on it too much because you know i know uh we got to move on to bigger and better things for the show and um so it's awesome that we got to do this this interview this week. It's a it's a good friend of ours that you you guys have heard before. Uh, Seven, if you heard his last episode um, uh, of our that we uh, had him on, um, he's part of the Conscious Entertainment. That's his podcast that he founded, and he mentioned on that episode that he was going to release a book, and that book is finally here. So we wanted to definitely give him the airways to. Um, Come on the show, talk about his book, and hopefully you guys enjoy it so much that you go take a look at it and get it and uh, let him know how he did. Exactly, exactly. And it's, it's phenomenal. It's empowering. You know, it's, uh, it's always good to follow through. It's good to come on here, you know, because he's on a public forum saying he's going to do something, so it's good that he actually follow through. But his book is titled Poor as a Synonym, How to Free Your Mind and Take Control of Your Life. You know, you get a physical copy, you get an ebook copy. And, you know, it's not a long read. It's a short read. But at, at the same time, it's a thoughtful read. It's a it's a very insightful read. And, you know, he says on the show, I mean, you know, Seven's, Seven's younger than us. But, you know, he has a good line where he he tells us, hey, don't don't count up by his age, count up by his wisdom. And, you know, I think that's such an important thing because you, you know, uh, you don't have to be, you know, old in the tooth to give out some good knowledge. I think I think that's one of the things that people have to really accept. Just like, you know, you can just meet someone, but that that doesn't mean that person you just met can't give you some great advice. So open your mind up. But I think. If you listen to Seven Talk and just the things that he goes through, he he has a very unique and a very uh, influential perspective, and he delivers it in the book. And you know, we're excited to help have him on to not only explain the book, we're also excited to have him on so he can help promote to you guys to get the book because it is a great book. And you know, me and Paul, we we're selective with our guests. We wouldn't have put him on and given the platform if we didn't think that his book was a, something that you should have in your hands. Yeah, man. Um... I was listening to another podcast uh, earlier this week, and basically the message from him this like for it was kind of like a you know like a reflective moment of of this year, and the guy was basically saying like you know just because you're not getting the public attention that you want from whatever you're doing doesn't mean you're not good at it. Um, so it just means just to keep being good at what you do. And the public attention will follow eventually. So I think that's 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 the theme of, of Seven's book is, you know, he, he's dropping his first book for the first time. Um, he's awaiting to see what everybody thinks. But he went out and did it because he knew that he's good at writing and 
he had a lot of thoughtful and insightful things to share to the audience. Um, so he went and did it. And that's very similar to how we did this podcast. So um, we definitely wanted to to give him some recognition and for his book and completing a book because not everybody gets to do that. And we just we just wanted to make sure he got back on and did it. Exactly. And I don't mean to undercut all the wonderful, insightful growth right there. But is that a quote by Mr. Paul? Was, was he did he quote someone live on the air? I am, I am like, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> the man that hate quotes pulls out a quote again. So you know, we should have a quote, a quote alarm whenever this man drops some jewels. But no, I mean, new year, new me. <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> 2016, I hate quotes. 2016, give them to me. 20, yeah, man. Give me all the quotes. 2017, give it to me. No, but I mean, yes, and 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 all truth in this. Um, Seven is one of those guys where, you know, the audience may not be big, but he is still out there providing good content, providing good work and not letting that, you know, distract him or discourage him. Because just like us, you know, he knows, hey, put out good work. People will respond. Might take longer than usual, but, but, you know, it's how it happens. I mean, there's no such thing as overnight success. There really isn't. You know, every person who had a successful, you know, BIP, they've had tons of failures before. I mean, you look at these musicians, they have that one hit song. You're, you don't see those ta- those hours and those songs in the studio that he made that never got to see the light, that never got to, to be played in the radio way. So, I mean, that's kind of how it is with, with uh, podcasting. Like, you could have golden episodes that no one's listening to, and it just takes that one where it finally breaks off. And people, after hearing that one, go back and realize, dang, he's been spitting out gold this entire time. So, you know, you definitely got to keep yourself motivated, definitely keep yourself perspective wise. But yeah, I mean, I can't say it enough. Seven's book is, is an amazing journey, an amazing accomplishment to be so young and still write, write this, you know, essential foundation of literature. It, it, I mean, it, it can't go without being said how proud we are of him. And, you know, thankfully he came back on again and just let us sit down and pick his mind. So we're thankful for everything that he was able to bring to the table. Yep. And you're about to hear it right now. Here's Seven describing his book. Poor is a synonym. All right, and we're joined again today by him, none other than Seven, founder of the Conscious Entertainment and now self-published author. Seven, what's going on, man? Nice to see you again. <laughs> what's going on, guys? It's great to be back on the show. Dope, man. We had to get you back on the show because we know you just dropped. Poor is a synonym. How you yes, feel, sir. man? Your first book. I feel an array of emotions. Liberated, excited, um, anxious, nonetheless. Just to really, just really see how the public responds to the messages inside the book and um, how it impacts them. You know, how it really just resonates. It really feels like similar to, I guess, uh, if I was an artist and my first album dropped. <laughs> And I'm just trying to see what everybody says at the reviews and the, the critics and stuff like that. You know, that's really just kind of the space I'm in now. I'm just waiting, the waiting game. Wow, man. And that, that's crazy because I remember, you know, for those that don't remember, he was on our previous episode of bars called Freeing Your Mom with the Carnival Entertainment. And now he's back, back at it right here, right now. And it's crazy because I know you were talking about the book, you know, back in that episode. And now it's finally out. And even before we first interviewed, you were like writing the book and, there's just, I mean, I mean, with this year alone, you just had so much just to dive in and and, and just marinate it and, and put into that book. So could you just describe, like, how were you able to even, you know, get your emotions and just convey them out into the story when there's so much going on? 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, between that question and the question of how long it took me to write the book and the surprising answer that I give people, um, it was like everything that I wrote about was already pre-thought of before I actually had the inclination to write a book in the first place. So really the, 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 the challenge was how to make it relatable and understandable from somebody who's reading these words on a piece of paper because they're not in front of me, you know? So that was really the, the main chunk of my, my, my writing process was just kind of um, formulating the words and the concepts and just kind of squeezing everything together in a beautiful way to make it very uh, concise and short because these are all the things and concepts and just a lot of a lot of mixture of thoughts that I've had in my short 20 years of life. So I I really knew what I was doing, going, what I was going to go for going into the whole writing process of the manuscript. I just had to really sit down and make sure everything just flowed beautifully and precisely how I wanted it to. Nice, man. And, you know, like we said, the book is out. They better go get it. Um, and I wanted to know, you know, you, you're, you're talking a little bit about um, people criticizing the book, giving their thoughts, opinions, feedback. Um, I just want to know, you know, if you could share some of your early opinions on what your what what the reaction is to you dropping your first book. <laughs> um, of course, there's a lot of excitement um, between friends, family, even strangers the same congratulations and stuff like that. Um, my cousin, who I actually shout out in the book, she is, to my knowledge, the only person who's actually read the book from front to back already because she ordered it when it dropped and got it expedited shipping to her house. So I think it dropped uh, December 17th. It came to her house probably that Wednesday and she read it in like an hour or two hours. <laughs> and from her response, she loved it. You know, um, she gave me a lot of good feedback and uh, a lot of love. But I'm really, I'm really anxious to see how people, other than friends and family, how do they respond to it? Because they don't have any ties to me, <laughs> so they can really tell me like, "Yo, your books suck," and they mean it because they have no connection to me, no, you know, no nothing towards me. They don't owe me anything. So um, I'm really, I'm really anxious to see how like the outsiders how they resonate with it and um, how does it make them feel and if it sparks anything in their mind and stuff like that because, you know, the whole the whole point of the book is how to free your mind and take control of your life. So hopefully the book serves its, its, its purpose and its diligence. And, you know, what I think with all the hard work you do, I, I'm sure it does. And it's just it's like you said, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing when you're trying to hear that outside presence because, you know, as podcasters, that's what we all look for. You know, we try to well, you know, friends and family, they, they could only get so much, but it's the random people who you don't know. That's the opinions you really want, because like you said, there's no ties to you. So very relatable, very, I mean, I'm sure anyone that ever has something they did and they really want to see how other people react to it, they all look for the same thing. But to kind of get back to the book, let's 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 break it down by a chapter so we can get just the inside nitty gritty. So, I mean, obviously, when you when you um 
the first chapter in your book is called The Finances, which I'm sure, like, if you're African-American, everyone always has an opinion or some belief on their finances. So let's just dive into how, how do you kind of or- orchestrate that chapter and what is the what's the inside detail of what's it about? Um, spoiler alert, the, the whole name <laughs> of the game, the whole name of the game is Poor States of Mind. Uh, just before we get into the chapters, poor is a synonym as a play on words basically depicting that you know poor is not just a word it's a uh, it's synonymous for different states of minds that people have towards different subjects um in the first chapter like you said we outline or i outline the finances that people have and their poor states of minds towards finances and how they can free their minds from the struggles of debt the struggles of uh their outlook on finances through rather than be through their uh their childhood and how they were raised and how people handle finances around them, or maybe just a bad habit that they just kind of accumulated through growing up or something, you know? Um, but basically how, how I kind of start out the, uh, start out the chapter is I give a, 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 a scenario <laughs> about how if you've ever been to a grocery store, have you ever seen somebody struggling with, paying for their groceries or any type of product that they're trying to check out with. And I credit that situation to not for them not having a lack of finances, but them having a lack of intimacy with their finances, not knowing how much they even had to go into the store to spend, including tax. So through, through there, I just kind of go on with a lot of different other concepts as well, just how to become intimate with your finances, uh, different things to set up, to get out of debt, how to look at money so you can grow wealth. Um, There's a lot of different concepts around the whole financial, monetary uh, aspect of of, uh, somebody who's rich in mind and spirit themselves as well as in their their bank account (laughs) and their income. Yeah, and and that's that's cool. And I I wanted to kind of talk a little bit more about finances. I feel like a lot of people are afraid to discuss finances or afraid to look at their credit score, um, afraid to to really, I guess, look at where they're at right now with their money because they don't feel like they can get out of it. So how do you, you know, advise someone who's afraid to talk or afraid to view their own finances? Yeah, um, I address that in the book as well. Um, I really just say you got to make a decision. Do you want to be enslaved by this this piece of paper <laughs> that really has no value? Or do you want to, you know, liberate yourself and really do it? And it all, all it takes is discipline and action. I know that says a lot and it is it sounds easier said than done, but those are the two key characteristics in a good financial life, having the right dic- the right discipline. I'm sorry, the right discipline and the right amount of action towards that discipline. Um, and you get and it's really about honesty as well because if you cannot verbally conquer and just ex- exclamate and say that you know I'm in this financial position, whether that be how good or how bad, you can never get over that because it's going to be like a a, a dark cloud that's kind of just rains over you everywhere you go. Whenever that, that conversation 
it started about uh, finances or it's brought up in your relationships. It doesn't matter. You know, whenever it's money is talked about, it's going to be that, that hovering tsunami over your head because you, you feel like you can never overcome it. So I, my advice to anybody would be to be honest with yourself and then put in the right amount of discipline and the right amount of action for you to overcome your financial uh, situation, wherever that may be. I like hearing that stuff, man. I really do. I think I think you're definitely going to get people uh, talking with those stuff. Um, well, I mean, I think for, for just, you know, a small bit when it comes to finances, I think a lot of people don't realize how easy it is to just get started. You know, you have to be able to, like you said, have the discipline, but you also got to find the resources. And I think a lot of people are afraid just to hear how bad it are, bad things are when reality is there's there's probably people out there with much worse that are able to dig their way out. So I do appreciate, you know, knowing that when you uh, go get this great book that you aren't afraid to talk about that taboo subject of what you got in your pocket, dog. But uh, yeah. definitely moving on to the next chapter. And this is an interesting one. You, you just titled it The Self. And The Self could mean a lot of things. So let's just get you to pick your brain on what you're actually trying to say in this chapter. The Self. Oh, this was probably... I want to say this might have been the hardest chapter for me to write. I really want to say that. Um, solely because it was so much I wanted to say. And just to double back on what I said earlier, just kind of having to concise everything that I wanted to say into the, 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 the amount of pages and words that I already had so it could flow just perfectly. I think the self was probably the hardest chapter that I that I had to write. It took the longest. But in this chapter here, I basically talk about the poor state of minds that people have within themselves or towards themselves. Um, whether that be in so many different aspects of uh, depression, um, being a slave to the world, and then having that type of What's the word I'm looking for? That's some, something like that, having that type of power over them. So they're not as secure within themselves. Um, it's a lot of different aspects towards how people look at themselves. And that is basically, I don't want to say the chunk of how to free your mind, but that is a very, very, very good starting point to how to liberate yourself from the world <laughs> or even yourself, like I even said. Um, for example, I know one concept that a lot of people kind of shy away from is thinking, <laughs> how crazy that may sound, but people don't like to think because they don't know how to control their own thoughts. Their thoughts control them, so it's like um, they may start off on one idea, and next thing you know, they're in a, a, a maze of different ideologies and stuff like that and like oh my gosh how did I get here how can I stop and they can't stop thinking you know um so they're afraid to think a lot a lot a lot of different concepts avenues and aspects that people kind of um wrestle with within themselves different types of insecurities there's really just anything that you could probably insert there <laughs> uh I try to give the best possible advice counsel whatever that you may, you know, may use it for 
to how to overcome that, how to free your mind, to, to discover the power within you, to discover the the world is yours. Like it's it's I think that's probably the most second to most beautiful uh chapter probably in there. Okay. Nice, nice. And I like I like what you said. Like some people had trouble, you know, thinking of their own thoughts and and that's pretty powerful in itself. Um I kinda wanted to take you back maybe and I hope this doesn't put you on the spot too much, but did you ever have a time where you didn't have control of your own thoughts? And I kind of want to know if there was a if there was a time that you were able to break out of that. Um, was there ever a time that I couldn't control my own thoughts? Uh, I want to say no. I want to say okay. I've, always, I've always had a very good sense of my thought process and you know, cerebralness of myself. Um, but that also be bad because that could be said that I think too much. <laughs> but um, it was the second part of your question. I'm sorry. No, no, I was saying you already kind of said that, you know, you didn't have a, an, uh, a chance to, that you weren't ever in that state. But my, my I was saying that uh, if you had a chance to, if you were in that state, how would you break out of that? But um no, you said you you are in control of your own thoughts. So, um, I guess I I guess what I wanted to say is, have you ever tried to advise somebody personally that was uh in that situation, and maybe how did that go? Yeah, um, I really kind of haven't. I don't think to my to my memory right now, but I'm pretty sure there's gonna be somebody who's gonna read the book who's going through that possible same scenario, and what I would say to them whether they're listening right now or reading the book is just, you know, practice, <laughs> uh, embrace it. It, it. it is your, is your thoughts. It is who you are. You know, um, of course it may seem a little haywire the first couple of, you know, times or stages that you do it, but the more you self-reflect and just sit inside of yourself, the more that you'll begin to love yourself and know who you are. And, and just enjoy your own company. <laughs> so really just practice, listen to yourself, hear yourself, talk to yourself, um, and allow things to come together as they will, as you just immerse yourself in yourself. Woo! Like that. That's some good stuff there. That's some good stuff. Definitely uh, wanted to even just highlight what you were saying earlier, where you're like, people don't like to think. I think a lot of times, you know, that comes from society has kind of trained us to get used to instant results it's like okay you want to go to twitter hit your phone app you're right there you want to eat pizza order it it's right there people hate having to wait and i think thinking correlates with waiting for a lot of people like you know a lot of people don't want to think about what should they do they just want to act and then get their result immediately so i definitely think that uh alludes to what you're talking about so i'm interested in just hearing more about you know that chapter particularly when i when i start reading it myself but anyways we got to go on to the next chapter because this is this is going to be a, a this is a hot topic this is a hot topic <laughs> right here especially in, the, in 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 the black community we're not even black we're just in people in general millennials we, of course, we're talking about love. Like, I, uh, I think everyone uh, has their own different things about it. Like, man, just, just share us. Break us off what you were talking about. <laughs> um, Love. This is probably the most exciting chapter to write because of, like what you said, like what it means to people. Um, how I look at it and what I, what I kind of just 
cherish it as love in this chapter i talk about people's poor state of minds towards love so of course that's kind of sitting around the negativeness of love um in a nutshell one i remember one aspect i talk about um, i think probably in the middle or the latter part of this chapter i talk about the law of attraction are you guys familiar with that that concept uh, just, you know, a little bit, but, you know, go ahead and educate us a little bit. All right. So the law of attraction states that whatever you think about will be, and you're almost like a magnet to the universe. Um, so if I constantly speak and think about negative things, negative things will come to me in some shape or form or in some amount of time. So the, the same thing goes towards love and the positive good things of life as well. If I think that there is a person out there in the world who is solely for me, loves me, is a good person, and just solid within and throughout, then that person will exist and they will come to me. Um, if I believe that love and relationships will prosper, then the next relationship and um, even hopefully marriage that I enter into will also prosper as well. You know, So it basically kind of centers around that as far as other concepts as well. Wow. So what you're, what you're basically saying is if you tweet out, all oh, men ain't good and where the good men at, you ain't going to find a good man. That's what you're trying to say. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, I mean, girls, they say all men are dogs, but it's like, why are you hanging out where dogs at? You know, you're attracting dogs for a reason. I have a dog and my dog loves when, when I when I have food on my hand. It's got to smell like food. So I'm attracting her. So if you are saying that all men are dogs or even women, you're saying all women are bad. That means you are attracting these type of people for a reason. So you might need to change where you, you know, where you're hanging out at and how you magnetizing these people. The next chapter in your book is one that I mean, I guess it's it's crazy because, you know, like you said, 20 something years old, you just wrote your self-published, um, self-published book, Poor, and you're talking about life. Now it before you talk about the chapter, let's let's talk about this. So being so young and there's so much more like left for you, how do you even begin to even just like get this chapter on paper? Because it's just like you, you, you have a you really have a, a, sl- a slant of view because you can only talk about what you've experienced so far. Exactly. Short, short amount of time. Short amount, short amount of time. In the grand scheme of things, short amount of time. So, I mean, so I would say, I was just going to ask, like, how, how do you, uh, how do you, uh, how did you approach that chapter? And then for all the older listeners who are, you know, skeptical right now, skeptical, like, like what, what's going to make them be like, okay, watch, well, listen to this 20 some year old, tell me what about life when, you know, <laughs> he, he ain't been living what I've been through. Right. What I would tell those people, as well as anybody else, know my wisdom, not my age. Um, <laughs> I think that was probably the most. Um, the life chapter is probably the most insightful, maybe, because it's the shortest, but it's like literally every single paragraph has something to take away from it, like literally. <laughs> um, in this chapter, I talk about, of course, the poor state of minds that people have towards life. And just to basically kind of remember what I was writing at the time, just how you look at life is similar to the law of attraction, similar to a lot of different um, psychological concepts in the world. Um, it all comes back to you in one way, shape, or form or another. Um, 
just believing in yourself as you go through life, go through your dreams, chase after your dreams. Um, just the the, uh, the other side of life, I guess you could say, because you know how in this day and age now, it's a very obscured and really just negative look towards the life that we live and comparing it to other people, et cetera. And um, when I, how, I, how I phrase my, my sentence structures and my paragraphs in that chapter of the book is basically, you know, a more brighter, positive side. But it's stuff for you to take out of that so you can make your life more brighter and positive if you don't feel like it is. You know, um, I think that's probably the end of my answer right there. Hopefully I'm not forgetting anything because I've been asked that question recently as well. <laughs> uh, Define how, the meaning of life. Yeah. <laughs> like the people want to know, how, man. <laughs> how, how can you, how can you write a chapter about life and you're only 20 years old, you know, <laughs> still, but like I said, know my wisdom, not my age. You know, um, I feel like I know a lot about life. Um, a lot of the nuances of life. Because I observe, I observe and I listen. So I'm able to pick up on things and uh, just kind of just gain wisdom, like I said, and uh, apply that accordingly and things of that nature. I, I talk to a lot of people. I like I love to talk to old people because they they um they went through it already, you know. So although I'm only 20 years old, I've I've been schooled by people, you know. 30, 40, 50, 60 years old and, you know, just listening to them and observing them, listening to what they say and then observing the things around me and the people that I may interact with personally or interpersonally, you know, just a lot of different ways and just kind of categorizing that accordingly. So um, I think my my chapter on life is pretty concrete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is, man. And And I was pondering this earlier. I was... I was thinking about like, you know, me being 25 right now and uh, getting older and hoping that I could still um, think and uh, and accept people's opinions when they're younger, um, when I'm that age, because I feel like at where I'm at now um, and then where I'm going to be at later in life, um, I want to still be able to talk to the youth and understand where they're coming from and kind of relate it back to where I was when I was the, such a young age. So um, I think, you know, as life goes on, we'll experience so many more things, but we're going to be able to keep that mindset like, yo, um, we're able to understand each other because of um, that wisdom that you talk about. It's not, it's not necessarily something that's gained by age, but like you said, it's gained by uh, just understanding where people come from. I think that's, that's just all it's about is just understanding each other. Yeah, and it's crazy that you say that because even at my short-lived life, <laughs> um, <laughs> not necessarily that I'm having a problem with understanding people who are younger than me, but really just kind of understanding that I was there too. Um, for example, I guess you you guys can probably relate to this too. Um, it's a new dance crave like every other month, it seems like. And I'm just yeah. like, dang, why are y'all dancing so much? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, so then I so I kind of think, I don't know if this is bias or not, 
or, or if I'm really like kind of being transparent, but I'm like, dang, did we dance all the time when I was growing up? And then I say, no, we didn't. So why are y'all dancing like that? But at the same time, it could be seen that we were dancing, if not more than the, the uh, youth now to people who are, you know, your age or even older than that. So, um, yeah, like you said, it's kind of just, uh, understanding and, uh, I guess that'd be kind of like on the empathy type of path. Maybe I'm not really sure, but just, um, really, like you said, more so understanding of <laughs> where you are, where you've been, where you will go. Yeah, we got a grumpy old man seven right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think the big difference between that is like nowadays everyone wants to go viral. That's the point of these new dances. Like everybody yeah. wants to have the hot like dance that goes viral and you know, that claim to fame where they do something and they're able to say a celebrity did a you know, old old news now in the grand scheme of things but the mannequin challenge i'm just like you know ray strummer didn't start the mannequin challenge but they saw it and they capitalized on it and they benefit from it and it's just like one of those things where there's so much more dancing because there's money in it like if if people blow it up you can find some way to use it and you know get out of that poor state of mind they're in <laughs> so, <laughs> good that's plug, why good there's plug. so many dances <laughs> good plug and we see we've seen it with the nay nay that was mm-hmm. really like the whole well i take that back soldier boy was the first like viral dance mm-hmm. Super but that was yeah. yeah but that was like almost 10 years ago in the millennium millennial age i guess it was the nay nay and they went like you know crazy i think one of them are even on nick cannon's show Wild and I, wild and out, because of the whole nay nay craze and how he capitalized on that. So everybody's really just trying to make that dance, like you said, and go viral and you know, yeah. come up off of it. Hey man, you know when you when you can't when you can't ball in the league, you gotta you gotta find some way to do something. So I, man, I respect the hustle, which leads me to the to the to the final chapter. And this is a big one too because I mean it's such a broad. A broad open into a chapter title but obviously you know you know since you wrote it but your last chapter is called for the black community and i mean just that alone there's so much power and so much you can say in that so i mean could you just begin to even just break down what you're going through and what that's even about yeah um ironically it's the last chapter but i wrote it first i wrote this chapter and i want to say July, I want to say, I want to say it was about done by the end of July, early August. But like you said, it's for the black community. Um, anybody can read it, but it's for the black community. And, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta and, get the instructions. <laughs> right. You know, I want, I want everyone to read it, but it, like I said, it's for the black community. And I address the poor state of minds that the black community have and at first i how did this how did that chapter go i i basically addressed the female at first the, the black female um and how the black female is, is under attack but they're not aware of it and then i transfer from the black female to the black male and what we need to do as black men going forward and then from there i i compare our black culture black race towards other cultures you know um, white mexican hispanic asian whatever and then where we all need to go 
as a human race, but something that the black community needs to do first and foremost in order for the humanity of the world to improve and to prosper. And I guess I was going to go ahead and say it now, but it's, it's love. <laughs> um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's, it's love because basically this is legit probably the last chapter of the entire book where I, I say how, you know, with us as, 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 with us as a black culture, we're monetizing really everything that we do. Everybody looks at us for inspiration, marketing, um, fashion, like every single thing, right? Like everything that we do is pretty almost a trend. So with that knowledge and that understanding, we as a culture need to reconcile within ourselves, get out of this poor state of minds that we in, free our minds from all of these worldly, ugly, negative things that are holding us back from each other and ourselves. And then from there, with the with the the fad, quote unquote, of love, everybody else who's looking at us gonna be like, oh, what they doing? Oh, they loving each other? Oh, we gonna love y'all too. And we gonna love each other too. <laughs> and then with like I said, with the um with the leaders of everything, which is us as a culture, leading the way of love, everybody's gonna copy off of us because they copy everything else. So why would they not copy love? You know, they even copy our gang. So why can they not copy something as love? You know, and that's basically the, the whole gist of the end of that chapter. Um, I think for the black community is probably going to be maybe the hardest hitting chapter. Um, the entire book, just because of how I kind of. I word everything. That was a very emotional chapter. Per se. I even use a personal reference in I think I, I hope and I really think like that chapter is gonna be the one that's probably not to say gets the most attention, but is the most paid attention to. Nice and said my bad. And you said um you you wrote it first but put it at the end. Could you explain why why you did that? <laughs> um yeah. I didn't want it to overshadow anything and I didn't want it to kind of be highlighted above the rest because the whole basis of the book is how to free your mind. And I'm not just trying to free black minds, I'm trying to free everybody's mind. So with that being said, um, I didn't want somebody to feel alienated or oh, that's not for me because, you know, I'm Mexican and I'm Asian. Seeing the first chapter for the black community is like, whoa, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But at the same time, it's something that everybody needs to read because we have to understand each other. They need to read. When I say they, I mean people who are not black need to, you know, understand what's going on in our communities, in our culture, et cetera. And we need to understand them to see how they're not understanding us because we can't, we can't continue dialogue between you and I and expect them to understand what you and I are saying, you know, because they, they, they're not in the conversation. So until people have open dialogue, people who are not in the same race, then nothing's going to nothing's going to happen because I know what you feel. You know what I feel because we experience the same thing or somewhat close to it, but they don't. And that's the that's the issue. 
you know. So that being said, um, you know, I placed that at the end because, like I said, I'm for the people, not just a people. And I wanted, I want this book to to reach, be felt by everybody, but for the black community, it's for black community. Man, that's powerful, man. I had my fist raised and I was kneeling down <laughs> while you were talking, man. I was, I was, I was ready. I was ready, man. Once again, for people that don't don't remember or are just now joining us, ironically, because you skipped forward too far. Seven's book is out. His first one, Pour yes. the Sendum, How to Free Your Mind and Take Control of Your Life. I mean, that's crazy. We just gave, you just gave us a whole, you know, took us chapter by chapter, held our, held our hand and let us know uh, what everything's about and how you even went about and did it. So, I, I mean, I got to ask the burning question because I know you've been asked it before, but, you know, I, we can't have you here and not ask. But <laughs> so now that the first book is out, like. What's next? I, what's <laughs> next, man? Bro? What's next? Um, Are you doing another one or what, what's going on? I mean, I don't know. Uh, that has been a very frequented question <laughs> in the past in the past week and a half. Honestly, my honest answer is I don't know, but I, I mean, I hope so. I I don't want this to be probably my only book ever, but because this is my first book, I didn't really know what to expect going in. And writing a book actually takes a lot out of you. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, just really just kind of just trying to gain new inspiration and new knowledge and stuff like that. Because, like I said before, everything that this book is founded upon has been stuff that I've been thinking about for these 20 years or so. You know, so all of that knowledge, wisdom is, quote unquote, spent <laughs> in, you know, in the words of the book. So now I guess going forward would be the journey of elevating, you know, continuing to get smarter, wiser, more knowledgeable, uh, inspired, just, you know, going through life and things of that nature. And hopefully I'll get, you know, the notion to to uh, write a different or maybe even the same subject subject and just expound on that even more you know, on a different book. But really going in 2017 is... Uh, really focus more so towards the music you know that my other side of life <laughs> uh you know, because of the book i've been really focused on writing it and marketing it and really just getting it out there like that since you know summer of 2016 up until this point so i really want to focus on music uh majority of 2017 of course still you know doing things with the book but this time around kind of shift gears and have the music have more of my life in the writing process, but still at the same time, still keep it that seed in the back of my head as if, you know, where can I go from this? So, you know, having that inspiration. <laughs> you see what you do is when you turn 40, drop another book, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> like Dr. Dre, just wait like another 10, 15 years. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. Um, I think you can hit him with the two piece, bro. I think. Uh, oh, we got to tell I the people where to get it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. part of the two piece. Man. That's part of the two piece. Oh, okay, okay. I, you I know, got you it, forgot I got what it, I the bucket it. looks like, bro. You <laughs> forgot what the bucket looks like, man. So <laughs> let's give this man seven his two piece real quick. So of course, first question: Where can they get your book? And then lowercase a little bit. Side noted: How can they reach you? Okay, that's a great question. So 
you can get pour is a synonym at createspace.com. Once again, that is createspace.com, Amazon.com, and as an ebook on Kindle. I am currently also trying to get it expounded to be in other retailers, but for the moment right now, you can get createspace.com, Amazon.com, and Kindle for poor is a synonym. You can reach out to me and um, interact with me at Twitter, the seven story. Sounds exactly how spelled exactly how it sounds. The seven story, as well as Instagram, the seven story. You know, I follow back. I interact. I'm on Twitter all the time. You can ask these guys. So <laughs> I'll be <laughs> glad. <laughs> I'll be glad, glad to, uh, you know, chop it up with you guys and hear your thoughts about the book. Once again, poor is a synonym out right now. Very affordable. Very affordable. Good to hear, man. Good to hear. Then the last one, we got to change it up a little bit because, you know, uh, I think in honor of you being a reappearance, we got to hit you with something a little bit more thought provoking. So you discussed <laughs> a little bit in the show, but let's let's let's, you know, let's uh, let's let's draw the line to sand. Let's get the hush breaths going on. What is your hope? That I hope. Your hope, your hope. Right. You don't have any control of it, but let's, you know, just your hope. What is your hope that your book Poor is just is just a synonym. It's lasting oppression is on just the community, not even black, just the community in general. Yeah. <sighs> changing changing lives, changing mindsets. Um, I mean, really, like literally, that's the whole reason why I wrote the book <laughs> because I wanted people to read this book and be like, "Damn, like, whoa!" It just really like just made me think about everything whether that be you could take anything from the book and um apply it and it it helps you you know it elevates you it it motivates you you know it it secures you and whatever it may be you know um that's my biggest thing i just i just really hope that this this book does its purpose people free their minds love themselves love other people um Get smarter, <laughs> elevate, enlightenment, just everything. I mean, just <laughs> everything of of why I did it. I hope it comes to fruition. That is, I mean, beyond beyond accolades, beyond book sales, like really bump all of that. I really hope that the book itself does what it needs to do, and it like resonates with people, and they like shit. This is my favorite book of all time, <laughs> just because of what I talked about. That's what I like to hear, man. That's money right there. Well, Seven, man, it's it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Once again, people, if you haven't just been listening these past couple of minutes, you got to go out and get this man's book, Pour the Synonym, How to Free Your Mind and Take Control of Your Life. It is now available. Go out and get it. He got it in evil. He got it in physical. You have no reason not to have it in your library right now. So, once again, Seven amazing having you on so thankful to have you on i mean as always it's just fun when you're when you're on the show oh yeah man it's, it's all love oh and i got to tell the people about my podcast as well um yes sir yeah if you guys love to hear me talk and want to hear me talk even more even more in depth in the you know different type of atmosphere uh i have the conscious entertainment podcast which is ran on itunes and soundcloud you can get us we drop every single tuesday um just a brief overview of what we talk about you know the sports hip hop, uh, social issues, social history. Like we talk about a wide variety of topics and um, 
you know, it's just a very fun, happy, lighthearted, but very raw uh, attack towards the topics and stuff like that. Once again, that is the Conscious Entertainment Podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Get at us. Plug them. <laughs> Plug them. <laughs> well, man, on that note, it's been good having you, bro. Oh, man, it's all love every time you come. And there you have it, folks. That was Seven giving us his conscious entertainment. Emilio, what'd you think, man? Man, it was incredible. It's, it's, you just think about the, the journey that Seven took to get his book out. Poor is a synonym. How to free your mind and take control of your life. Like, it just, I remember him when he was on the first show just talking about it, you know, a little rumblings, how he's been working hard on it. Now it's finally out, and it's such an amazing thing. And we're like the mecca of offers. We always get the offers here, and it, it's just always great to see people that you know were working on something and now have it out for everyone to kind of hold, cherish, and give their input on. So I think he did an amazing job. Yeah, I was just about to say that, man. I think uh, Educating Hustle is taking a mind of its own, man, and attracting the people that are writing books. And I don't mind that because, you know, the first word of our podcast is educated. And through those through books is how you get educated. So I don't mind listening to these authors tell these stories, man. I think it's amazing. It is, it is, it is. It's, it's just like, it's just crazy. And then, you know, that's one of the, that's one of the ways where it really makes people feel like they have a, have a output to reach people through words. And I mean, you know, you occasionally you can have your witty, witty, insightful tweet, but to write a book that says something, to, to have a message that has these pages and chapters that bring to life what you're thinking and who you are, like, it's, it's just phenomenal. I mean, you know, looking even further, further down the line, like that man seven has something that's going to be around for the test of time, just, you know, for the, for books and everything that's going to be there. He has a stake in something, he has a permanent mark in something, and he can eventually tell his future family or just anybody that, hey, I wrote this and it's here and it's not going anywhere. So, so much power behind that. But anyways, enough, you know, reminiscing and looking into the looking into the, the spear and globe of the future. Let's get to the present where we talk to you about how you, yes, you can reach us. Educate Hustle can reach you a variety of different means on social media. We are on Snapchat at Educate Hustle. That's all one word, Educate Hustle. There we have snaps, a little motivational daily videos just to get you right and get you in the mood. You can also reach us on Instagram at Educate Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educator Hustle Podcast. You have images, just little things throughout the week to let you know what episodes we're cooking up and how to remain positive. Positive. Oh, so positive. You can also like our page, and I put emphasis on like our page on Facebook at Educator Hustle. That's two words, Educator Hustle. You know you reached the right place because you'll see that no-go that you all love and know. And before I continue with my plug, and I got to take a break to even do more plugging. If you like what you hear, you like the show, and you think it really makes a difference, please, please, please rate and review us on iTunes. We, 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 we strongly urge you just to give us a chance and rate and review us because when you review us and rate us, we get better awareness. And when we get better awareness, we get better guests. When we get better guests, there's a better show. So you see those one, two, three steps are so easy to accomplish and bring so much more to us. So please, if you have not already, give us a review and rate us on iTunes. Tunes. Now, anyways, back to the plugging that I previously interrupted. If you want to interact with us on a daily basis, you can do so on Twitter at Educated Hustle. 
sorry, educated underscore hustle. Once again, that is educated underscore hustle. There, we do tweets, still interactions, just things to let you know what's going on in our day and how we're commemorating that time. And then last but never least, if you feel like we did an amazing job and you want to tell us, you want to get that emotional feedback, or you want to collab or do some partnerships up with us, you can email us at educatehustlepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is educatehustlepodcast at gmail.com. Whew. Cha-ching. Did my own jam song on that, man. But you already know. You got to lead us out, bro. Man, people, it's, it's been great. It's been great. It's the new year. It's so much amazing things going on right now. Like, you have to just be able to soak it in and let it all uh, just become real. So, all I ask the people to do is definitely, definitely, definitely focus on on you let this year be a chance to focus on you and what you can bring you know i've already texted a couple of people already this is going to be their year and i believe it i really believe it's going to be their year because you have 365 days to once again do what other people can't do and that's change your life and trust me it will change you know at this point last year i would have never thought that the next year would not to be any confusing that i would be you know about to be a dad or if not a dad already depending so that way should let you know what's possible what can change what can happen so you know just go out there and and make this your year focus on yourself you let that growth and let us educate hustle get you through this year by helping you get your mind right onto what bigger and better things that you can do it's a new year but same model you gotta stay educated and keep hustling hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus.